Welcome to League Talk, the official podcast of the league. You know me, you know him, you know us, you know the league. Let's get into it. feeling down bad but that that little uh i guess you can call that a sigh that that sigh of just pure nothing just pain i feel what you're coming from beans i feel what you're coming from i'm in pain as well i think this might be the most somber podcast in the history of, of this show in the history of podcasts yeah seriously uh Unfortunately, obviously, we couldn't get together last week to bang this out, which would have been a happy podcast because we both won for once. Uh, Yeah, it would have been a really happy podcast. It was I genuinely thought that I was going to make the play. I was like, things are just going my way. Kamara's going to come back like, you know, like because there was a very, very real path because people that I needed to lose like one of them, they're playing each other. So like one of them was going to lose. And like, if I want, like, so it, 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 it wasn't mm-hmm. as impossible as it looked because my, my division was so close. It still is, but it doesn't matter for me anymore, but. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I blew a huge chance this week. Not only was I going against Jack, the number one seed, but the two teams I was tied with, right, for second, A.B. and Max, I mean, obviously we're going to discuss it more, but they both lost too. So I had a prime, prime, prime chance to absolutely, you know, take a stranglehold over the second seed and earn that buy, and I totally fucking blew it. And I, I mean, not just me, D.K. Metcalf blew it. Uh, Mike Gusecki blew it. A lot of a lot of bad stuff happened. I'm very angry. I'm very sad. I he mean, got cucked. I got cucked, and it was. I, I can't even complain about a cucking. Like a cuck job is when like you score 140, and then someone has a Monday night miracle goes off and beats you 141 to 140. Like I had no business winning this week, which is why I can't even be too upset. It's a shame, though, that Jack was the benefactor. Like, couldn't even have just been Brad. Like, someone who needs a just a, a feel-good moral victory. It had to be fucking Jack. Oh, I'm just sick of it. I don't even want to discuss this week. But we have a duty out there to, to the fans of the show, fans of the league. So uh, let's, just, let's just start talking. Let's- so the... You know, I want to do something different. I got to okay. change it up. I want to start with my game, even though we I literally just gave like the 30-second summary of what happened. But <clears throat> I need to switch the mojo somehow. So I played Jack. Obviously, we didn't pr- get a chance to preview this game. I would have picked myself, though, because I always so I, I before I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. Mm-hmm. Jack texted Brent and I on... Thursday on Thanksgiving at like four, like maybe even after four. 
And like right before the, me, the Cowboys start? Yeah, like maybe like because it was as I was pulling in, so like probably like 4.15 even. And he was like, should I start Kenyon Drake or um, Patterson, I guess. And well, I'm glad whoever it was told him Kenyon Drake. So I don't think I really answered. I think I just asked, like, has Patterson practiced this week? And mm-hmm. then, um, you know, doing Thanksgiving stuff, kind of running around. So, like, a little bit later, maybe an hour later, first or second quarter of the Cowboys-Raiders game, I, I remembered that I didn't really give him an answer, and I asked him what he did, and he said that he started Drake. And I thought you were um, – you know, towards the end of that game, I, you know, of course, I'm paying attention to the, the game in real life and, mm-hmm. and you know, everyone's fantasy game. And I was like, oh, well, huge for Andrew. He's going to, you know, you can't you can't start a week from your, you know, RB2 and get four points. You're just going to lose. Yeah. And, um, I thought, I, I mean, I was watching that game and I was following along. I couldn't believe myself that Jack started Kenyon Drake. I was obviously very happy. And, yeah, he had – four points through it and Dalton Schultz had like two points going late into the fourth quarter. So I was, and Josh Jacobs actually had a, had a good Josh Jacobs game for once, 18 points. He found the end zone. So I was winning like 24 to like six and Jack had two guys go already at this point. So I was feeling very good at the late stage of Thursday and then Dalton Schultz catches the 30-yard the touchdown on, like, the Cowboys' final play, adds the two-point conversion. So he gets an extra, like, he got, like, an, it was like a 10-point swing on that one play just to drive me nuts. And then I had a bad feeling from that, from that moment. Once Dalton Schultz found the end zone, I was like, oh, no, I'm in trouble. Because I don't know why I just had the distinct feeling – that DK Metcalf and Chris Godwin were going to let me down because they both have been struggling of late. And sure enough, pretty much exactly to the to that uh, that played out where DK, well, actually I'll save DK for last. But Godwin, he was at negative. Godwin for the most of the game was in the negative points. I don't know if he had a reception for negative yards. I assume that means he lost a fumble, but I don't. I didn't see anything about that online. But Godwin had like minus 1.5 points through three quarters. And I'm thinking, holy shit. The only thing worse than a goose egg is, you know, a fucking negative. Uh, he ended up with 2.7. So that's disgusting. Uh, Mike Kosicki, I always play the wrong fucking tight end for whatever reason. I don't know why I made this trade for Mike Kosicki. He's been nothing but dog shit for me. I gave Brent Brandon Cooks, who was... Hasn't been good either, but, you know, he's been better than Mike Isecki, and I could have just picked up, like, Jared Cook for something uh, for free and gotten the same production. Uh, he had 3.2. Uh, I actually got decent performances for my running backs for once. Daryl Henderson, he seems to be fully healthy coming off his bye. 15, he found the end zone. Dalvin Cook was having a strong game. He found the end zone, but then got hurt. Uh, what really hurt was Jalen Hurts, my QB, three interceptions. The only reason he scored as high as six is because he runs a lot and he got 70 yards on the ground. 
because he finished with like less than 100 yards passing, which is absolutely disgusting in the year 2021 from a QB. And all for that, all that, all, all that wrapped up, I was still in prime position to win going into Monday Night Football. Me and Jack were virtually tied at 78, as bad as that sounds. I had DK, he had Lockett. So obviously a battle of the top two receivers in Seattle. And I was heavily invested in that game watching it. First point is the Seahawks are just a complete mess. I don't know what's going on with their offense. Russell Wilson is a shell of himself. He's a future Hall of Famer, but right now he's playing like a fucking third string on North Dakota State or some shit. Uh, and the four passes he completed, three of them went to fucking Tyler Lockett. And DK Metcalf was shut out until the second half. Holy shit, a trade just went down. I'm getting a, the live alert to my, on my phone right now. Did you see this? Whoa, what the fuck? We're breaking news right now. Wait, what the fuck? Hold on, hold on, hold on. I Wait, Brent just got Kelsey. Yeah, yeah, I know. I know, I know, I know. I'm pulling it up. I'm pulling it up. Wait, Kelsey, don't. Oh, no, Max is Kelsey now. This guy fucking. All right. Top of my head. I hear Brent's getting Kelsey. I think he's going to He just made this trade of the century. But going on Max's previous record here. Like, you know, Travis Kelsey is probably out for the year with some kind of, uh, you know, Achilles tendon injury or something. So I'm just going to give Max uh, the fleece job of the century already. I'm not even looking at the trade. It's Kelsey for Connor. Travis Kelsey for James Conner? What the fuck is this? Okay, so honestly, this episode might this might have just not the be a conventional episode because I had something planned where me and Max were going to make a trade and I already texted him the Zoom login information, so I was going to do what I was going to do with Chris. And the trade with Max was Kamara... And, um, like maybe like Miles Sanders for Elijah Mitchell and Kelsey. So I was gonna get Kelsey back because Max needs running Kamara back. back. And, and that nah, that's not gonna happen, obviously. So what the fuck? Max is always one thing I learned is Max is like little finger. He's got ears everywhere. He's always talking to everybody. That's actually like the perfect analogy now that I think about it. Max's little finger. They kind of look similar. Yeah, I'm just gonna go. I'm just gonna go with Max's little finger from now on. I just texted Max scumbag rat fuck. Yeah, I see it. I can I think you texted me that you no 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 you didn't text me. Oh that's the login info. I no, someone that. else just texted you that. <laughs> I was just like how do you have the fucking login info? All right. Uh, so really back real quick back to this game. So yeah, I got cucked on Monday night football cause DK Metcalf went three and a half quarters without catching a pass. So say needless to say, he did not outscore Tyler Lockett and I lost and I'm kind of done discussing this game. Cause fuck me. Anything right, you have to so, add? Um, I, I'll just no, point this no, out I mean, that Debo might... Samuel is the biggest cheat code in in fantasy football he's the number two ranked wide receiver if you just took his running back snaps because he now plays almost exclusively at excuse me a running back i think he'd be like running back four 
Like that's how good this guy is. He's going to be for sure a top, uh, top two round pick. I'm sure next year. Latest he goes is, excuse me, late second next year. You concur? Yeah, yeah. I mean, and and he's going to fall off because that's like yeah, it's like the long term. Long term. Yeah, exactly. He'll have to regress to the mean eventually. There'll be a. You know, the the 49ers are going to be get healthy again next year, I think. And he won't see the kind of usage that he's getting this year because he's literally the every pass target and is right now getting like virtually half the carries along with Elijah Mitchell. So uh, moving on, moving on, moving on. Let's do me. You want to do you? Yeah. Uh, uh, this game hurt. This, so this was very. I'll I'll lay this groundwork real quick before you you dive in. But this was this was the your biggest game of the year and Ryan's biggest game of the year. Loser was basically is done. Winner kind of kept their playoffs hopes alive, depending on how the other matchups went. Uh, so with that said, Beans take it. So yeah, I mean this was. Like you said, as much of a must-win for both of us as you'll ever get in fantasy football because loser is eliminated from playoff contention, just like you said. And um, I was very, very, very happy early on Thanksgiving because the Bears and the Detroit Lions for – I mean, I don't want to say for whatever reason because the Lions always play on Thanksgiving, but that that was – the, the early Thanksgiving game in Darnell Mooney, who I said at this point three or four weeks ago when AB just randomly dropped him, like that was dumb. He's wide receiver. Now he's 25. I'm sure at the time he was probably around 30. That's still someone who's going to get started every single week. Um, and he's been nothing but money ever since, you know, 15 points from your flex. That's fine. Beat his projection by a good amount. Um, Ryan had Michael Gallup going at the 420 game and he, you know, 13 points. Very, very good. I think I was still projected to win by like five or so. And then Diggs randomly had a really good day or good night, um, you know, at the, the late game on Thanksgiving. And I don't think I had anybody else on Thanksgiving no um so going into Sunday we were very uh projected for very similar scores and um you'll start playing against the Giants Sunday afternoon I get I get fucked by Miles Sanders um and just really no one kind of holds – Mike Evans does nothing. Um, yeah, that was a bizarre Bucks game. Like, Mike Evans did nothing. And Godwin did nothing. Godwin did nothing. Yeah, they still scored 30. I mean, it was – ended up being the the Frenette show, but – Which yeah, is the Godwin I, I, show. I, I didn't watch a second <laughs> of that game, and I had to look up how did they score 38 points if Mike Evans and Chris Godwin and uh, – Obviously, Antonio Brown didn't do anything, and it was the uh, Fernet show, as we'll get into. And um, Sunday night – no, not Sunday night. Sunday, uh, you know, 
afternoon for you know the four o'clock slate. I needed a big game from Higby. He got me less than one point. Uh, luckily, Adam Thielen had a monster game also at the four o'clock slate. And um, yeah, I needed Devonte Freeman. And, and while this is going on, obviously Ryan has people playing and they're all doing very well. Um, except Terry McLaurin, but everyone on Ryan's team did really well. Um, I needed Devontae Freeman to score. I think I said 30 to, for me to feel comfortable going in on Monday because he had some heavy hitters playing Monday night in Russell Wilson, his quarterback, Antonio Gibson, his RB1, and Terry McLaurin, his, uh, I don't know, but a very good receiver on his team. And I was up by 10. I believe he had three to go, those three. I had Devontae Freeman, and that was it. I had nobody going on Monday. So I needed him to score a shit ton of points. He did not. He scored 6.5. And as a result, I needed uh, those three players on Monday to score like less than 16, I think, which you know, very likely was not going to happen. And it did not happen. And I lost. And I didn't even know how badly I lost until I think today. I don't think I opened the fantasy app at all yesterday. Um, and I lost by 30. So, Miles Sanders, fuck you. Never again. As you learned last year and I... Um, relearned this year. Fuck Miles Sanders. Um, I had Van Jefferson on the bench who came through for me a couple weeks ago. I had Cedric Wilson on the bench who I picked up and then didn't start, which at the time I thought was the right move because Darnell Mooney scored more points, but I didn't know I should start Cedric Wilson over Mike Evans, which of course I wouldn't do, but um, I should have done that. Doesn't make a difference if I started Cedric Wilson over Mike Evans and Van Jefferson over Devontae Freeman. I still would have lost. So, what the fuck ever. Yeah, I couldn't really sum it up any better. Um, yeah, I, I thought you had a shot after that big Darnell Mooney game to start your Thursday. Like, we always talk about how Thursday – Thursday night football, or in this case, Thanksgiving, so it was Thursday afternoon football, really kind of makes or breaks your your week. You know, if you have a big – if you're if your guys going on Thursday exceed expectations, you feel pretty confident. If they don't meet expectations, you're pretty much dead and your weekend's ruined. Um, so that's a bit disappointing. But, yeah, you can't really account for Mike Evans having such a terrible game. Same with Higby. Uh Miles Sanders, 6.9. I can kind of expect that now. He's terrible. The Eagles themselves are just – I don't know if they're a good team or a bad team. They rush for, like, 400 yards a game every week, but it's always comprised – they have, like, 10 running backs. You know, they have Boston Scott, Kenneth Gainwell, Jordan Howard, Jalen Hurts himself. Yeah, it's, it's ridiculous. So uh, – and, you know, Ryan's team is just – Ryan's team is pretty – Pretty decent. If if McLaurin and Antonio Gibson, they've been very hit or miss. But if they're both rolling, 
Ryan's team is pretty, pretty decent here. It'll, you know, at least you can expect to pencil in like that 120 to 130 range, which obviously was a lot more than you this week. So now that we got our two games out of the way, I guess we can quickly fly through the rest. Yeah, I'll quickly, because do... who cares? Yeah, Let's just quick. do Chris and Max. Yeah, Chris this, I, I had this up. This was, a, this was a blowout. Chris almost won by 100. It was 91, to be exact. Uh, I did not realize how bad Max's team did this week, which makes well, me McCaffrey feel... and Swift both got hurt. Oh, that's right. And someone by the name of Tony Jones was in Max's lineup. So Tony Jones, I know who Tony Jones is. Tony Jones is the third string, I believe, slash practice squad running back on the Saints. And I was with Max Wednesday afternoon. And um, I got out of work early when I was, um, this was after, uh, maybe this was Tuesday. I don't remember. Um, And... Why the uh, hell did he play Tony Vera was Jones? listed as out, and Ingram hadn't practiced yet. So we both looked at each other, and we because he has Ingram. I remember, yeah. um, and, and we're like, was it a scramble? Because the they're running up? back now. We looked it up, and he had cleared waivers. So we just had to add him, and Max just happened to get to him like in real time next to me first. His mm-hmm. fingers were a little bit quicker, and then he and you can see he was projected for twelve point six, which is. I mean that that's really I, that's pretty solid. I, I under I understand the reasoning, but that is just asinine to me, especially rolling him out there when you have Elijah Mitchell on your bench. Yeah, that that who's is who's running back before. And as far as I could tell, had no sort of uh he did miss the game. He did miss the game before with that with injury. So I guess that's a little, you know, concerning. But I don't know. It, it, it'll be I'll be hard pressed to start, you know, an established, you know, running back threat Elijah Mitchell over a guy getting his first ever, you know, game action by so the name of Tony McCaffrey Jones. Swift and Tony Jones Jr. Max Scott, I believe, less than ten points. Yeah, that is uh, definitely less than less than even maybe nine. That's how bad it was. Uh, no offensive shit. Really, only Rodgers had a good game. I'm surprised Brandon Cooks had 12 points. As someone, oh, he did have a long touchdown catch. I take that back. Forgot about that. Uh, Max, uh, Chris's team, like Chris's team is a freaking beast, or not a beast, but is very good or very. It's just it's it's a lot better than Max's team right now, or at least in this past week. Uh, like we always say, he's got. That that trade for Devontae Adams and CD really helped him, even though CD was out this week. Uh, he was the big benefactor of having Leonard Fournette, as previously mentioned, three touchdowns, maybe even a fourth. Could be wrong there, but 40 points regardless. Miles Gaskin had two touchdowns. <clears throat> Excuse me. Rob Gronkowski had his best game in years, literally years, and he got 20 points from his kicker. So, yeah. This was Chris in a blowout. Let's do, uh, I guess next is Brenton Brad. Sure. Yeah. Uh, another one, Brenton Brad. I'm pretty sure you can guess who was going to win this one. Obviously, Brent. Uh, Joe Mixon. Joe Mixon might be running back two right now. Running back three. Shit, that was close. But he's been absolutely killing it, which is 
really pissed me off because Brett Brent took him literally two picks before I did in the draft. And if I had Joe Mixon, maybe my team wouldn't be dog shit right now. But, you know, it is. Uh, he got 25 from the fucking Dolphins defense. They definitely had a touchdown. Oh, they had a blocked punt for a touchdown. That's right. Uh, the rest of his team did pretty solid. You know, nothing too crazy, but nothing nothing bad. I guess besides Kyle Pitts and Kareem Hunt. Kareem Hunt seen his first action in, in a couple weeks. Uh, Brad's team. It's Brad's team, so they did bad. But Daniel Carlson, I'd like to point out, 21 points. That's pretty cool for a kicker. Yeah, I mean, Brent's team's good. Brad's team is obviously really bad. Lost 11 straight. There was just no uh, no shot here, um, especially when you get uh, 12 points, 12.2 points from Barkley. What was that? I said, to be honest, I thought he might have had him with 42 points between Derek Carr and Daniel Carlson in that Raider Cowboy game. But the rest of his team then accounted for 26. Or not, I'm sorry, my math's way off. 66. And that's the Jalen Waddle scoring 24. Yeah. Uh, he got nothing from his running backs again. Saquon and Chubb. That really hurts. I mean, those two being your first two picks, it's no wonder how bad Brad's team's been. Uh, why would he start the Titans on against the Patriots? I don't understand that move at all. That was an obvious candidate for a blowout. Uh, the Patriots are rolling. The Titans are reeling. Don't understand that move whatsoever. Negative two points. So they would he would have been better off just playing nobody. Just start of Boston Scott. Yeah, Boston Scott and Kendrick Bourne. <clears throat> I, I I just feel like Brad's the perfect storm of bad injury luck. Always playing a team that goes off and never always when like these 50 50 coin flips always picks the wrong guy like boston scott a couple weeks ago it was kenneth gainwell over boston scott this time he finally plays boston scott i'm sorry this time he doesn't play boston scott in favor of nick chubb i mean obviously you would never do that but boston scott outscores him he picked the wrong wide receiver kendrick Bourne instead of brand or he played uh Brandon Ayuk instead of Kendrick Bourne. Like, and then when he doesn't play Brandon Ayuk, it's the week he has like 15 points, you know. Like it's just it's just it's just tough to be Brad. But uh we're all Everybody rooting for you, pal. Hates Brad. Um, I'm sure he'll do well in this at the at the stand. I mean we a good time as ever to point out that he is officially now clinched in the last or uh, last place. So it will be Brad on the stand-up stage in a couple months. Details will be provided later, but, uh, you know, keep a, keep a little Saturday night open sometime this spring. We'll, uh, we'll have a good time at Brad's expense. Yeah, fuck you, Brad. No, I'm just kidding. I, I feel sorry for you, and it could have been me, except I beat you twice. So, <laughs> what do you uh, Is that we talk every game? No, nah, Thomas and A.B., let's just do that super quick. Uh, um, this game This sucked. game sucked. Lamar Jackson had one of the worst games you can ever have from a professional quarterback. I um, really quick and like not fantasy related, but on that subject, I saw a stat on Twitter. This is mind blowing, but court 
quarterbacks who had thrown for four interceptions in a game before Sunday night, Ravens, uh, Browns, were 0 and 52 when throwing four interceptions in a game. Like, I don't know if that's impressive on Lamar Jackson's part or it just shows how bad the fucking Browns are. That Lamar threw four picks and it didn't matter. They still won. It's not good. Um, I, I guess it's not good, good for the Ravens it's not for good if you're Lamar the odds, fantasy but, um, you know, good, good for you. Um, you know, Najee Harris didn't do shit. Uh, Hollywood Brown didn't do shit. Um, Darren, Darren Waller again, and Alex Collins. Shit. What is Darren Waller? He, he's so he's, he might be the biggest fraud. He's, he's the biggest case of, I think, Will Fuller, like, name effect this year. Like, he's been absolutely terrible. He has been healthy, and when he has played, I, he's barely ever cracked, like, 10 points. He's still a tight end four, actually. That's crazy. But he had a yeah, good no, first that's week. Tight ends are horrible. Um, yeah, I, I know. I always play the wrong fucking one. But, yeah, it's only – Looking at the bench, Matthew Stafford got to start. I mean, obviously, you don't have to start him over Lamar Jackson. They should have. Tavius Murray, nothing. Donovan Peoples-Jones, nothing. Uh, Don Dontrell Hilliard. First time I'm hearing this guy, but he had a fucking huge week. He's better than Saquon. He's wide receiver. Uh, sorry, running back 73. Um, <laughs> so Thomas it. would have lost to Ryan, Chris, Brent, and Brad. Yeah, I, I don't know if you saw in my uh, in my power rankings before I like before we shot this, I just published it. But I actually went back because I because I was like, there's no way Brad's team is this bad, and he's outscoring me over the last five weeks. He might be outscoring you over the last. He's like in the month of November and December, and I guess December one, but since like the turn of since halloween since like the the end of uh october brad's actually like a middle of the pack team in terms of points for it it's just he always manages to go up against the team that goes off like it's just like i said it's just bad luck all around bad luck brad remember bad luck brian it's yeah. bad luck brad this year bad luck brad all right i'm i'm glad this week's over let's just start next week this week. Uh, this week, I'm sorry. So week 13, lucky 13, would be in a normal year would be the last week of the regular season. But because the NFL decided, hey, we're going to give you one extra game this year. So this selects, so our our regular season will actually end next year. I'm sorry, next week. Apologies. Uh, I am indifferent about all these games. So I don't care which one you want to discuss first. Um, I mean, I don't give a shit because I'm out. Let's do, uh, let's do Brad and Ryan. Yeah. Because this game is very close to not meaning anything. Ryan, though, needs to win. It means nothing to Brad. Um, yeah. So, yes, Ryan, Ryan needs to win out and he needs to get a lot of help. He needs someone to lose out someone of the, the five teams tied at seven and five. So that's me, Brent, AB, uh, Thomas and Max all tied at five or seven and five. Pretty crazy how it's been that way. 
But so one of them has to lose out. Ryan has to win out. And I'm pretty confident in saying that Ryan has the least points scored amongst all the people that can possibly tie with. So I also have to go off and make up a bunch of points, uh, you know, in the, in, for tie-breaking purposes. So it's, it's a long shot, but he's not officially out. Uh, Ryan's favorite to win right now, 117 to 108. That is horrifyingly low, those projections. I are both lineups completely set. Yeah, everybody looks to be in a couple cues I see, but I don't know if that means they're everyone's projected for zero, those guys. But yeah, this game is this game is gonna be ugly. That's my prediction. Yeah, um the I mean this is just I don't see for some reason it's not showing me uh projected points i can see team totals but not player projected points um, oh yeah same i don't know i don't get what the fuck that's that is did it did the espn website load i mean uh update i mean perhaps. Uh, at least partially because it um yeah, you know, I no, don't, it hasn't. It's, not, it's not giving us the player projected points just the team totals I mean, that's just fucking ridiculous. That's, that is uh, fucking ridiculous. That's the ESPN so, for, yeah, unless they're paying me, then it's great. Um, yeah, I mean, like, R- Ryan's going to win this. Um, uh, I'm yeah, going to pick I just, Brad. I, I, I just, I, I think Brad's path to victory is going to be Kyler Murray, and I think um, Kyler Murray against the Bears. I like that a lot. Oh wow! Than... I didn't. Mean, I don't mean to cut you off real quick, but I'm just seeing that this trade got uh, vetoed real quick, and I didn't yeah, even I, veto. I said that. I, I I was must have not been paying attention. I did not oh. veto it at all, Brett or Matt. I didn't veto it either. So yeah, so four other guys in the span of 15 minutes that aren't on this po- aren't on this pod. Uh. You know, veto that shit real quick. Uh, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. I don't even know what to. Tell you. I I I've so been zoned out because I'm just thinking about how miserable it's going to be when my team gets bounced in the first round. That uh, I like. I've lost the the enthusiasm to fucking talk about it, to talk about my fantasy team. Yeah, I mean, I I don't. I gotta be honest. I'm laboring doing this because <laughs> I need I need like another week off. I really don't. Yeah. Just I know that's like a horrible thing to say for the listeners. If you're listening, no, I don't give a shit. I might say some crazy shit. Means um, is officially give has given no fucks anymore. I'm gonna pick Brad. But like, why would I, like I'm not like I'm not on stand up watch. I'm not in the like. Yeah. I'm in you're such in the worst spot. You're, like... you're really in the worst spot. You're in you're in fancy purgatory. Um, I'm gonna go. R- Brad, Ryan's though. gonna win. All right, all right, all right. All right. You Ryan's got Ryan. Win. I got Ryan's Brad. Win. Max and Jack. Let's match. Write it Jack. down. I got Brad. Write it down because Kyler Murray is back. All right, that's that's my reasoning. What are we doing? A B? No, I'm sorry. Jack and Max. Oh, I don't even have the Google Doc up. Yeah, Jack and Max. Oh, uh, yeah. Fuck the Google Doc. Fuck the Google Doc. I don't even care about my poor past predictions. They're all shit. Um, Jack projected 137. That's really high. Max predicted 109. I... Uh, Jack is going to steamroll him because Max's team right now is fucking horrible. Yeah, so He's starting Rex Carson. Burkhead. Carson Wentz or X Burkhead. 
Chase Claypool is Max's team. All right, well, he's out McCaffrey. He's out Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, I mean, this McCaffrey injury really, really damages Max's team. I thought he was going to be – I thought he was going to have, you know, he was going to go on a, on a late-season tear here and uh, make some noise, but he's kind of fucked, if, especially if DeAndre Swift's out this week. Max, oh, yeah, Jack, we're both on Jack for obvious reasons. Jack's the best team. Uh, he's at full strength. He doesn't have anyone on buys except the Panthers' defense. When why would he play them? He outbid me on the Colts' defense, which sucks, but that's just smart GMing. And yeah, Max uh, Jack's team has won eleven straight or some shit, and it's the same team he's rolling out. So why would he, they not win again? Bored, done. You got anything else to add? No, uh, Jack's team is. Like you said, amazing. Max's team is looking really rough. There's no reason to drag this out. Jack's going to win. Max knows Jack's going to win. Max is, I think, the only person to ever pick his opponent, which I think was Jack the last time they played each other much earlier in the year. Um, It was, uh, yeah, I think it was Jack. If I had the Google Doc up, I could look, but I'm not pulling it up because fuck the Google Doc. We're going acapella. Um, yeah, fuck Google, Jack's fuck the Google win. Doc. I immediately want to pivot to AB and you. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Thomas and Friends is you. Yeah, uh, I am Thomas and Friends. I guess. I, I mean, we could do my game. All right, yeah, I, who honestly, cares? Who I, cares? Who cares? All right, Brent, I because I have it up because I assume we were saving our games for last. I got Brent and... Uh, Buffalo Bones. Oh, Thomas. <laughs> I don't know why I was struggling to remember who the fuck Buffalo Bones is. It's pretty obvious. Brent uh, might have Travis will, Kelsey. This will probably be the best game of the week just based on matchups. Uh, two teams, seven and five, both trending in the right direction, both pretty hot at the moment, both good looking guys to begin with. Uh, both my good friends. Give me 30 seconds to look at everything before I give an official prediction. I'm kind of, I kind of like Thomas in this game. Because the Saints, Brent will have three guys going tomorrow. His normal Cowboy triplets of Dak, Zeke, and Amari Cooper. Zeke's already banged up a little bit. Amari Cooper's been banged up for the last couple weeks. And the Saints defense is one of the better ones in the league, especially at home in the Thunder in the Superdome. I almost call it a Thunderdome. Uh, Welcome to the Thunderdome. The Thunderdome. That was a fun fact. If pretty sure that was the uh the WWE name for like the, the COVID arena, if I remember correctly. Oh yeah, I'm I'm thinking of super bad when they get to the party and the guys like oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh so I don't like those three matchups at all. Uh James Connor against Chicago is pretty good. Cooper Cup against Jacksonville <laughs> might score a billion. I don't know. I mean the, the, this game could I might as well flip a coin with this game because you know, it's it's well, gonna Brent be close. Brent is projected to win by a lot. 
Uh, that's true. I forgot. I forgot. Thomas has to start. Darren Waller was a fraud, as we already discussed. And Jacoby Myers. Najee Harris against Baltimore is a pretty bad matchup, and so is Lamar against Pittsburgh. You know what? I might flip flop and go. I might flip flop and go back to Brent. You 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 say something because I I don't know what I'm saying. I honestly don't even know what I'm talking about. I'm just rambling. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna really go I don't know what I'm talking about. I, I, I like James Conner along with uh, Zeke and Joe Mixon a lot more than Eckler and Harris and uh, like Jacoby Myers and T. Higgins like that. I don't know. Brent's team just looks, you know, a lot better. Um, unfortunately for Thomas, Donovan Peoples-Jones is on a bye. <laughs> So yeah, he's he's and his ace in the whole Dontrell Hilliard. Um. So you know, Brent's gonna you win. Brent? I'm on Brent. I'm all fine. in. Fine, I'll go. Fine, I'll stick to my guns. I'll go Thomas. Then I think I don't know why you're so down on Najee Harris and Austin Eckler. I think both of those guys. I think they're clearly better than the Zeke Mixon. Tandem, although James Conner does kind of wash out the, the other two, but I don't know. Justin Jefferson's a fucking fantasy god, so I did. I'm done. Whatever. Justin, this game's gonna come down to a late field goal, and Evan McPherson's gonna hit it, and Justin Tucker's not. Official prediction. Official hot take. All right. I mean, you have to understand. I'm going to be making crazy predictions because I'm all wacky. I don't give a shit anymore. <laughs> I might even take Brad. I might go back and take Brad. Um, fantasy football has turned me into the Joker. I was literally just going to say you're the Joker. You're, you're just like, why? You're about to fucking walk into a room full of gangsters with a stick, break it up, and, you know, toss it to us. And I forget the line, but. My to... dogs are hungry. <laughs> All right. I said uh, fantasy football is going to take you places. I never said it was places you want to go. All right. Uh, I got my game up next, so let's just fucking do it. Me versus AB. Obviously, I'm going to win. I was projected for like 130 before. Why is my production so low now? Unless someone got hurt. I'll tell you why I'm going to win, though, because Dalvin Cook is officially out now for next week, which means I get to start ace in the hole, Alexander Madison. Every time Alexander Madison plays without Dalvin Cook, he turns into Barry Sanders. So, yeah, I'm going to win by a lot. And I also got Dale Henderson against Jacksonville, who's going to score a lot. And Jalen Hurts against the Jets is going to score a lot. So, A.B., I'm sorry. I like you. This is a big matchup for both of us. We kind of both need this win to right the ship and get going in the right direction and save, have a chance at that number two seed. But uh, I'm going to beat you. So, good luck. Good luck as the, you know, five seed or whatnot. Yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna go you. A.B.'s team is just – you know, we, we know it's all banged up. Um. Hunter Renfro against Washington. Uh... AB's got to start Pat Mahomes against Denver, who 
is one of the – I mean, we saw what Denver did to Dak and the Cowboys a couple weeks ago, yeah. and they did to Herbert this week. Like, that's a very bad matchup. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I'm going to go you. I Matt hate Matt Breida, Breida there. He's, he's, uh, yeah. he's so banged up, he's resorting to starting Matt Breida. And, yeah. yeah, I'm going yeah. to go you. I'll go you. Um, yeah, like, I think it's – Hurts think against the Jets, huge. Um, Jets better win that game, though. Um, uh, believe me, the Jets will win that game. Win? Yeah. Okay. The Jets. You want the official? You know, obviously, you know, let's take take my picks with a grain of salt, and uh, you know, I by no means am guaranteeing a victory, but take the Jets and the money and the points this week. Take the Jets money line as well. Uh, it, it'll be a bloodbath in in MetLife. Uh, well, that's good news for me as a Cowboys fan, but this ain't a Cowboys pot. Um, yeah, Rams against Jacksonville. Um, also, yeah. I didn't even point out, Madison's going against Detroit. I didn't even touch upon that matchup. I just mentioned how he was a, he's a god every time Dalvin Cook plays. And against fucking Detroit, he might as well be like, Barry Sanders, but at Oklahoma State, the year he had like 5,000 rushing yards and 50 touchdowns. Whatever. Um, yeah, I mean, Keep I'm going. You, 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 you're going to win. All right, Chris and you. So you obviously have nothing to play for. Chris is in the same boat as Ryan. He needs to win out and get some help. Although I think his points for is much more favorable that if he the right person loses out, he could have a very he could have a backdoor chance to make the playoffs. Um, so let me look at it real quick. Projected one twenty three to one twelve in favor of Chris. Um, don't love Devonte Freeman. Tell you that right now. Uh, I don't know, but Chris, I, I'm getting bad juju from Chris. He's playing Odell Beckham, who kind of sucks. The vibes Tevin, are off is what you're saying. Yeah, whose vibes are off. Tevin Coleman against the Eagles. I don't I don't love ever starting any Jets running back. Miles hey. Gaskin and, Bo- and Leonard Fournette both are coming off like their two best games of this year. So they kind of have to revert to the mean, you would assume. And Josh Allen always gets eaten alive against the fucking Patriots. You know what? For that reason, I'm going you. Um, yeah, I'm going to win. I'm going to end Chris's year. Sorry, Chris. Do you know who's no, one been... loss for Chris and it's over? Yep. Do you know who's been the quad? Look at Chris's team. And he did miss some time. I think he might have been on IR. But... Even, you know, throughout the, the the majority of weeks when he has played, David Montgomery has been the quietest. Like, I I couldn't tell you if he's having a good year, if he's having a bad year. He missed he's, a lot of games, but he's still running back 36. 36, he missed four games. He's having a pretty good year. He's averaging 11.7 mm-hmm. points a game. Like, eh, whatever. Um, it's more than Miles Sanders. Um, yeah, I'm going to win – um, 
I don't really know why I'm going to win other than I'm going to vibe check Chris. I agree that like he's got Fournette, Montgomery, Gaskin, Odell, Tevin Coleman. Like it's just a weird Lamb. mix. He's like just like a very up. odd mix of human yeah. beings on one team. Um, it's the island of misfit toys. Chris is rolling you out. Think David Montgomery and Tevin Coleman have ever had a conversation? Uh, I mean, I'm sure they have. They probably jersey exchanged at one point. You know, everyone's doing it nowadays. They're both running backs, so you kind of always jersey exchange with your counterpart on the other team. You know, quarterbacks do with quarterbacks, star wide receiver does it with star wide receiver. So I guess at one point, Tevin Coleman played David Montgomery's team, and they were like, hey, let's, uh, let's, let's swap jerseys or at least have a handshake. So I'm sure they have talked, but not, nothing outside of that, you know, those means. So. Um, okay, let's look into that. I want to know for sure on next week's episode, which will preview the last match of the year. So we got that going. Um, but I kind of just for like, yeah, I'll win. Sure. Who cares? Yeah, I'll, you'll uh, win. I think you'll win as well. Yeah, I don't know. I think um, I think we're looking at the Chris Boswell game. Chris Boswell. Kicker of the Steelers, right? The kicker of the Pittsburgh Steelers. It's kind of it's it's kind of sad how fantasy makes you know where, like in in any other sport or any other, you know, scenario. There's no reason why anybody should know the kicker for not their favorite fantasy or favorite you know real NFL team. I guess you would know Justin Tucker if you're an, you know a, a, an otherwise fair weather NFL fan, but like. Chris Boswell, I just can always know. I can just picture him in that Steelers black and gold. You know, like you, you throw out uh, Zane Gonzalez, although he's not on the he's not on them anymore. I think he's on the Browns. I just always can picture Cardinals red. You know, right? I mean, it's Justin, Zane. It's, just it's fucking Zane. Zane. It's fucking Zane. Is what it is. Josh Lambeau. Don't ask me why. I know he was the kicker for the Jaguars for like six years. He yeah. isn't anymore. But uh, Nick Novak was a Chargers legend, even though he sucked in the playoffs every time and missed yep. big kicks routinely. But he was the Chargers kicker for like a zillion years as well. And before them, before Nick Novak, it was Nate Kading. I can go all day with fucking kickers because of fantasy football. But, you know. So quickly, recent activity. Um, speaking of kickers. Uh, Jack added Matt Pratter for five fab bucks. So I guess he just had a lot. I guess he um, had money to spend. AB dropped Robbie Anderson and added Kadarius Tony for smart, nine smart. fab bucks. Smart, uh, smart. AB also added Matt Breda for 21 Bucks. Am I missing something? Maybe that's why my team sucks. Is Matt Breda good this year no. all of a sudden? I know he scored no. a touchdown against the Jets like three weeks ago, but like, why is he getting 21 fab bucks spent on him? 
Okay, so he's missed the entire year until week 10 against the Jets, where he scored a touchdown. Week 11 in Indy, or against Indy, he didn't do shit. And then against the Saints on Sunday night, he scored a touchdown. That is not 21 fab bucks worthy. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess it's, it's, I mean, at this stage of the season, every relevant fantasy running back is on a roster. So you might, he's like probably just like throwing darts at a wall right now at, a, at the board and just trying to hope something lands, you know. So I guess I can see it. I don't think, I can understand picking up Matt Breda. Wasting $21 when I'm sure no one else even bid on him, though. You know, I would have, you would have think it would have been better suited going to like Chuba Hubbard, for example, who I picked up for 25 I it was very, very fortunate to hear that, uh, that, uh, that CMC news. And mainly, I'm not sure how you can ever play Chuba Hubbard because I got. CAH, I got Dalvin Cook and now Alexander Madison. I got Josh Jacobs. I got Daryl Henderson. I'm pretty decent at running back. That's like my only position of strength. But mainly I did that move just because I wanted nobody else to have him. I knew like, you know, I'd rather have Chuba Hubbard just waste away on my bench if I need to than him to get a spot start for someone who really need who like, you know, I'm competing with. And for him to get 18 points and be the difference between a win and a loss. So, you know, I kind of, that was more of just to block everyone else that move. So, and I, and I had the fab money to spend it. This is why you don't spend your fab too early, guys. Yeah. Um, tell Max that. Yeah. Uh, uh, I guess I just. Oh, speaking uh, of Max, the Tony Jones. The Tony Jones experiment is over. The Tony Jones train has docked. come to it. Yeah. <laughs> um, Ryan added Ronald Jones the second. So, what the fuck? Uh, zero. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I am sorry. Ronald Jones has three touchdowns on the year, two of which have been in the last two weeks. I guess he's hot. Uh, he so he scored a touchdown against the Giants and a touchdown against Indy, and in neither those are the last two games. In neither of those games did he score more than ten fantasy points, but he scored touchdowns. So you gotta get you you know there's a touchdown vulture out there. You gotta get him. Now actually, it's probably Leonard Fournette. Now that I think about it, but again, he's just throwing dart. You're just throwing darts at a board. You hope one of them sticks. And you hope that dart, for Ryan's sake, is Ronald Jones. So the Jordan uh, Howard train is over for you, and you added Taysom Hill. That's actually an interesting move. Yeah, I, I was, I was forward looking because I know I need a quarterback next week, and the Saints are playing the Jets. So I'm not going to pull LeBron and play as my tight end. Although I'll try to get, I'll try to get away with it if I could. Don't get me wrong, but uh. Yeah, Jalen Hurts is on a bye next week, so I'll have Taysom Hill going in a must-win game as my QB against the Jets. I also, coincidentally, have Jalen Hurts going against the Jets this week. So hopefully, in my case, the Jets, the 32nd-ranked defense in football, puts up uh, two bad performances in a row. I hope they win both games, don't get me wrong, as a Jets fan. But uh, 
hope at least my fantasy QBs do well. And I want, so I wanted to make sure to lock in Taysom Hill now, even though I didn't need him for this week. Uh, so, yeah. I'm sorry that it was sad to see the Jordan Howard train come come to a screeching halt because I did enjoy my three weeks with him. That's pretty much all. I, that's pretty much all the noteworthy news. You got anything else? Oh shit! I just realized I've been talking to myself for like a minute and a half because Beans' fucking internet dropped out. So I guess it's as good a time as ever to fucking uh, wrap this up. Uh, so yeah, this is Big signing off. Your commissioner. Have a good weekend, everybody. Take care. <laughs>